Whatever Wednesday, welcome and something light for you. Stay with us. Hello, hello, testing. <laughs> testing. All right, we are we are on the lines. We're on the line. Yeah. All right, so so you are. Let's uh, just in case you are dialing in for the first time and you're listening to this madness. Um, well, what you're listening to are um, two brothers. Uh, one the is same the pastor. Mother. Same mother. Same mother. One is the pastor. Uh, in New Zealand, that's me, and the other is a pastor in the UK. That's my brother, and uh, we're from South Africa, which sort of gives some indication of our bizarre accents. And um, what else is is there to say? We're theology geeks, and that's it. We what else? What else? What else is a cool fact? Well, I don't know. We both kind of ventured out of the charismatic movement. That's true. That's true. And yeah. then kind of became reformed at some point. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we, I suppose we both sort of came from a, we both got converted fairly late in life, I suppose. Not, not, but I was kind of, of early, relatively speaking. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I was 18. Yeah. You were like, what, 20, I was 20, 23, 22, something like that. Something like that yeah. Yeah. But, um, and we used to do a lot of partying together. Before we became Christians, yeah, yeah, started young. I was just telling the story today, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was telling the story about how um, I became a Christian just about when our plants were ready for harvest. Oh, <laughs> and I watched you systematically smoke through an entire black bag full of bin bag full of. I know all the stuff harvested. You had done all the work on them, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, strategically located them next to the mint. Right, you got you know, you to time garden. your conversion. You've got to you got to do it after harvest. <laughs> after, <laughs> yeah. it is a serious thing though. Like, like I, I think this is worth having a serious conversation about because mm-hmm. you know, I, um, Christians at various points around the world, and I do think I do think that basically now that some parts of the world have legalized marijuana. Mm-hmm. I think lots of people are going to start to follow suit. I think it's only a matter of time before other American states do it. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then they're already talking about it here in the mm-hmm. UK. Mm-hmm. So I yes, think it'll so. take longer here. Uh-huh. But it won't, you know, because you have to get kind of the whole, it's not like the United States where you can do it one state at a time. You're going to have to get the whole country to do it at the same time, which takes longer. But yeah. it's. I think it's inevitable. I think basically now that that's happened, this can start happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, and so it's something already. Yeah, this is a very live issue. What do you do about Christians in your church who are, you know, smoking weed, partaking, and riding the green dolphin together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do? Well, this is that's the thing. So, like. Like you realize there's a lot of bad arguments. So at the moment, um, <laughs> you got like the uh, John the, MacArthur thing. That was hilarious. Did you watch that one? N- no. What did he say? Oh, I can't remember verbatim now, but it, it was something like, oh, it was funny. It was, um, what did he say? He was, it was something like, well, 
You know, this is, I mean, it's the same reason that we shouldn't drink any alcohol. Yeah, you know, okay. Yeah, he's just basically okay. taking that hard line. He's like, you shouldn't yeah. cause any distortions of your mind, you know? And, mm. and I was like, okay, well, at least he's consistent, you know? Except yeah, I totally. hope he's not but drinking coffee. Does he drink coffee? coffee? Yeah. Because that, that stuff distorts you. I'm totally distorted after a cup of coffee, you know? Mental consciousness. But if yeah. we're totally honest, that is why we drink alcohol and drink coffee and stuff. We are pl- we're, we're doing it at least in part for that. You know, are you? I mean, is this the right time to come yeah. out with that on the air? Do you, no, you, that you really is, want, that's, that's, you want to let your congregation totally know you that's want the buzz? Nobody, nobody comes out the womb thinking beer tastes great, bro. You know, I did. Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe it did. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to discern exactly when it began for you. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I loved. Well, I, I loved like, it from the beginning. Yeah, maybe. There was maybe. never a time I didn't love the taste of beer. I, I know that. I remember having. <laughs> I remember having a taste of beer as, as a child. I remember Dad allowed us a little bit of, you know, beer, just oh, to taste man. what it's like, and I loved it. I, I was like, "What is everyone complaining about?" It's like, you know, I, I was one of those kids. I loved tomatoes and gherkins and. All sorts of like Tabasco oh, I used sauce. I eat tomatoes like apple. Apple used to make me so sick. I used to get heartburn just looking at you, <laughs> just po- chowing in those tomatoes. I used to eat it onions. Just ridiculous. I used to eat onions. Yeah, well, I remember. Do you remember when we played that game where you put the Tabasco sauce on the onion? Uh-huh. And then my tooth came out while we were doing it. <laughs> so, it was quite good, though, I have to say. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, to it my wasn't point. as bad. The tomato thing I couldn't get over. Anyway, yeah, like, point. I don't know. If, uh, you see, the thing is, like, I don't like... Like I, I, if I could take the buzz out of the beer thing, I would really appreciate that. But the only way to do that is to like, um, you know, to go for those alcohol-free beer things, and they just taste terrible, you know. Mm. So like, I, I find the buzz factor really annoying because it means you have to like limit, you know, if I, if I'm having like a nice tasting beer, you know, it means like you, you can't really have more than one, you know. I I don't feel I can. You know, um, without feeling a buzz, and I don't like to feel the buzz. In the UK, they make beers with a sensible level of alcohol in them. Mm. Like everything, everything's like four point five here. You can't really get much more than that. Yeah, so like like a nice tasting beer here is like eleven percent. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. that's just unnecessary. This is there's a reason why the UK started making beers in pints. You know, it's just Mm. like because you keep the alcohol level low. You can't be ordering eleven percent thing by the pint, can you? No, no, you can't. But yeah, coming back to the, um, I mean, I, you know, obviously, you know, marijuana was like air for, for me for about, I don't know, from 14 to 22, you know, um, just breathed mm-hmm. the stuff and you too, you know? And so, I mean, I, I worked, I had jobs, I had, you know, there was, um, and so I, I know that you could also get super wasted, you know, there mm-hmm. was definitely a difference between having a little, uh, you know, oh, a little yeah. toke before work. Uh, to getting bunged up at evening, you know, and and yep. the reality so it's not is true that like you get high the same way every time. No, it's not true. Like at the beginning, it's true that it takes a, only a little bit to get you pretty, pretty high. Yeah. So like you you know, like a couple of drags at the beginning of your smoking stuff will probably get you as high as. Yeah, the, yeah, but it's, it's really hard comparing highs and, and drunkenness anyway because it's not exactly the same. No. Um, in some ways, it's similar because, like, you're rendered useless ultimately, but it's not 
it's not uh, it's mm. not exactly the same thing. No. And, and but the like, thing so is, I, and I, I also, I mean, like this is something I have not looked into at all. And I know Nick has thought about this and has taken quite a hard line on it. But, you know, I mean, you know, obviously you could look at the science and go, well, there's a difference, you know, in the dynamic in which it affects the brain and, you know, and all of that. And yeah, touche. I mean, to, to the degree that they've got a point there, I do know, and I, I have... I have a, a strong recollection of a few different people who smoked just a little bit of marijuana mm-hmm. and ended up in a mental institu- institution and, you know, to this mm-hmm. day are not stable, you know? Um, and now whether that was as a result of marijuana or whether that was just as a, you know, something that happened, I mean, I suppose that's where the debate uh, lies and uh, whether it just sort of undid what was already going to be undone, and, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but I just do know that that hasn't, necessarily been the link with alcohol you know it's like yeah I, I don't feel like if you responsibly drank a, a glass of wine with your meal and a beer on the weekend you know mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to end up in a mental institution you know what i mean and um yeah and so maybe there is a bit of a difference in that regard i don't know um but yeah probably we're gonna have to start thinking about this stuff more and more i think so i think mm-hmm. it's it is worth thinking about but also because um it's worth thinking about it for the sake of thinking about all christian freedom of conscience things yeah you know yeah. You, you, it, it just helps you to to hone in your arguments so you, you know it really irks me when people uh you know like i don't know in the in connection with drinking alcohol or smoking a cigar or whatever it is people will say well your body's a temple right mm-hmm. and you realize that actually when paul's talking about that you know, and whoever destroys the body, God will destroy them, right? Mm-hmm. He's not at all talking about your physical body. He's talking about the body as the church. And right. destroying the body is destroying the church. So that's, first of all, just realizing that we're not careful, really, most of the time, because we assume everyone will agree with us. Mm-hmm. We're not <clears throat> We're not careful about the way we use the Bible. So that's one thing I think that, that we have to be, we have to be more careful about. It's not really an issue in the UK at the moment because, to be honest, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. And so that ends the debate for everyone. Mm-hmm. But if it were legal, then suddenly the arguments become thinner. So you, got, you get the kind of health argument. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, my son, uh, my eight-year-old son, asked me a really good question. He's like, he's like, because um, he basically was about to buy an ice cream mm-hmm. after he had already had a can of Coke and a chocolate a chocolate cupcake, right? Woo-hoo. And this is because it was a school fair. I gave him some money and said, you know, knock yourself out. And I, I caught him when he was about to add ice cream to chocolate and fizzy drinks. And I was just like, <laughs> like, look, I don't, I don't think this is going to be, you know, just don't pass out. Like, just don't pass out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm going to take you back to your mother. Yeah. Don't, we don't, we don't have to tell her about everything that happened. Yet. We had a fun um, day at the fair. That's all she needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway he bought a hamburger in the end but on the way back he is like he looked really like like he was in thought mm-hmm. and he actually said to me he's like dad if sweets and sugary things aren't good for you mm. why why do you why do you let me have them to <laughs> eh? feel the burn yeah it's like it's like if they're really not that good for you why do you give mm. them to me Dad, why yeah. do you treat your hamster better than me? 
<laughs> Why do you only feed only your get... <laughs> feed your hamster nutritious goodness? Well, that's exactly it. Like but we, you won't, feed me we won't feed the hamsters anything dodgy. Like yeah. no, chocolate's poison for dogs. It's perfectly fine for you. So put <laughs> some more Nutella on your chocolate pancake. You know, it's just like whatever. And <laughs> but but it's a, it's. I think that's the nub of the issue. Like we yeah. know some things are not ultimately good for us, but yeah. we do them anyway. It's we not, know it's that cupcakes being... aren't good for us. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. And, and there's, there's different kinds of health, you know, there's emotional health, yes. mental health, not just physical health. And it sucks that these things are bad for our bodies, but on the, on a life without chocolate or something like that, it's just, yeah, you do, you do yeah. like you do genuinely stop. Like, well, it's nobody, the thing. Like you, you see bodybuilders I mean, they go through it, they call it like the loss of will to live. You know, they actually use mm. that expression because, mm. um, you know, they'll go through like heavy sort of, you know, which in it, I'm not saying that anyone should do this, but, but, you know, let's, let's say you have found yourself down that track and, um, you know, there they are doing this, you know, actors go through this, they go, you know, get ready for a role yeah. and they yeah. go back there, there are psychological, you know, um, yeah, totally. issues, uh, ensue. <laughs> and then, you know, they, they actually look to something like pasta or, you know, anything nice, you know, uh, as as something that reinvigorates their personality and soul and will to live. I mean, it's yeah. it's actually crazy what an mm. effect food has in that regard. Yeah, well, that's why most of them have cheat days. They eat like giant dinner plate sized cookies and stuff, oh, just man. covered with more cookies and chocolate and whatever. So like, yeah, you yeah. just have to. You have to get that fixed. So, um, so that's the thing. So, like, I'm trying to explain to my eight year old son that yeah. actually. Like a little bit of something that's bad for you mm. is actually good for you. Totally. You know, and and so I'm thinking like just don't apply that to heroin and yeah. you'll be fine. You know, like just. <laughs> well, I mean, I think a lot of the whole thing is is uh, attached to this um, kind of a almost a I, I want to say this worldly maybe. Um, unbelieving atheistic sort of desire i mean health becomes an idol because really your life on yeah. this earth is all you have so so you try and prolong it as you far prolong as possible. it and it becomes the thing you know and um and yeah i mean you, you i mean as christians just immediately at that point we're not pr approaching mm. it that way it's not it's not our thing we're approaching everything as good gifts you know we're, we're and, yeah. then, and then we're asking where god has wisely um commanded us you know, not to go, you know, and, and we're approaching that way and knowing that death is not the worst thing that can happen to us, you know, yeah. which is a, just a radically different thing um, yeah, at so many different levels. So, yeah. So at that, you know, it's a risk. I remember Joe Thorne did a thing about this when, when he came down to um, smoking cigars, I think, mm -hmm. or something along those lines. Yeah, it must have been cigars. Um, but he made the point on risk quite, quite well, I thought. You know, he's just saying, listen, you know, risk and it, it comes close to, you know, like, is it healthy for you? You know, it's really just not mm -hmm. the central operating question. Everything is risky, you know, but to what end yeah. is the issue, you know? Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I mean, you know, as soon as you start saying it's okay to drink a, drink a, a can of Coke or... And, and surely we should say that that's okay. You know what I mean? I'm just not going to... Does anybody say it's not okay? Like, yeah, and, if, and know, I don't want to be hanging out with that guy, the guy who says yeah. that it's not okay. Like, you just know immediately that's going to be quite a... Is tidy whitey is an understatement. Just be honest. Is that Nick? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Nick's that guy, isn't it? He probably is. He probably... The peppermint tea. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, it's so that's horrible. horrible. And it's though. brutal, too. It's like he's cheating, you know? Because that stuff makes you high. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. just one whiff. 
And I'm like, dude, I, I need to go to bed, you know? And he's just dumping on it yeah. all night long, you know? Peppermint well, tea. What no is that? way. Yeah. So, so the health, the health argument is just a much more complicated than that simplest, simplistic your body's a temple kind of vibe, you yeah. know. Mm. Um, it's not what that passage is about. That passage is about sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, even even later on in Corinthians, where it does talk about your physical body as mm-hmm. being God's temple, it's in connection with uniting it to a prostitute. So again, his concern isn't. Mm-hmm that you do something that's unhealthy for your body. You're doing something sinful with your body mm, or, mm. Yeah, uh, you know, something yeah. that would defile its sacredness. And yeah. that's, I think, that's the issue. And a lot of it, you know, I mean, I know from MacArthur and those guys, a lot of it begs the question in that they have assumed the sinfulness of the activity. And so they then yeah, connect exactly. it to that text. Yep. And so, you know, they've assumed what yet has to be proven. And so it becomes this this um, horribly sort of circular fallacious argument. Um but yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't deny that those texts have application, you know, at some mm. level, once once those baseline issues have been established through other means. Um, you know, so again, certainly if it's sinful, you know, by all means, make use of that text. And if it's, yeah. you know, again, use the idea of heroin, uh, you know, I mean, maybe that's helpful because you, you're seeing some obvious problems with it, you know. Um, mm. And so it helps you just go, okay, well, where is it that that intersects with what the Bible is saying we shouldn't uh, be doing, you know? So, you know, we shouldn't be coming enslaved to things at yeah. that level. We shouldn't. So addiction is wrong, yeah. Addic- yeah. Addiction is something we, we should avoid. Mm. And I think that's a key thing, mm-hmm. both from the smoking argument, the drinking argument, and the, the marijuana argument. And then there's addiction and addiction too, because I mean, like at some level, we all love our creature comforts and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm, we're talking mm-hmm. about enslaved. Like you are actually, you know, I don't like it when people, we jokingly do it about coffee, you know, oh, I'm addicted to coffee. But at the end of the day, you could just stop, you know, you'd have a headache yeah, totally. and that'd be fine. Anyone who's gone through a real drug withdrawal will know that it's not worth comparing, yeah. you know. And so um, it's not the same. No. And so, yeah, the enslavement thing is a real thing. And uh, it, it you know, yeah, you know, you shouldn't go there. You know that that obviously. Yeah, yeah, and that is, to be honest, more likely with alcohol than with marijuana. I think so too. I mean, it was of all the drugs I've come off of, marijuana was the least problematic. Well, there are no, there are no physically addictive. No, properties. it was more just a, it was, it was almost like a creature comfort thing. Yeah, yeah, it was totally. just, it was yeah. just a, oh, that's like a nice chocolate bar you know yeah that, that's the level of it yeah but once you've sort of killed off the rest of the physiological problems from other drugs you know it's not an issue um so yeah, I mean, t- cigarettes are a million times i mean cigarettes were the worst yeah cigarettes is, yeah i still get cravings for cigarettes <laughs> yeah, it's crazy totally. oh man um so so there's the health thing mm-hmm. i mean the mental health thing is is i think key because mm. um whereas you can like you said earlier you can have a glass of wine mm. re- responsibly and, ha- and experience no long-term mm. effects. Mm. Whereas if you can experience long-term mental health effects from just having one or two joints. Mm. Although interestingly, now that it's become legal, they've started to do more sort of studies on, mm. on it and its effect and, and that kind of thing. Mm. And they've worked out that basically there's these two chemicals. One of them gets you high and the other one gets you, um, the other one basically causes the mental health problems. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Or something like that. There's these two chemicals. Mm-hmm. And there's this balance. There's this balance of them. 
so that there are some strains that have like an 80-20 balance that gets you really high and is going to mess you up. And then there are other chemicals that have like a 50-50 where it has this one chemical that balances out the other one. And so you don't get the mental health issue stuff with it. And so they're actually being able to control it now so that some strands are, they're basically nullifying the long-term effects of it. At least they think so anyway for now. And so, um, so there's potential for once it's controlled for it to get healthier, but like, then it comes down to me, the question of with, with alcohol, I know how to draw the line with it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I know that like one of your beers, two of my beers Mm -hmm. and I, and I need to be careful, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like I could maybe go for three, but, um, yeah, I, I probably could go for three three beers but then that's 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 more or less getting close to the edge i mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. and um uh, you know like in 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 one sitting or something like that so mm-hmm. it, it whereas with marijuana it's not quite a such a precise science like you know if mm-hmm. you're if you're smoking a joint or eating a brownie or whatever it is mm-hmm. in amsterdam like mm-hmm. i don't know like I don't know how you would draw the line there, and mm. there there is def- you definitely can get sinfully stoned. I'll say that much. Oh boy! Like oh, like I'm 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 confident that you can get drunk stoned. Like oh, totally. th- that's yeah. a thing, and just like I would be utterly guilt ridden and need to repent of drunkenness if I drank too much. Yeah, I would feel the same about about weed for sure. Oh yeah, um, and it's just not so easy to control. So mm. I don't I don't know if that's a factor in this discussion. Like you are actually getting drunk effectively. It's yeah. a different it's a different kind of drunk. But yeah, it's I mean, still... and and you would um, let's say for example you went to the the supermarket and you know you wanted or the bottle store or whatever it was and you you wanted to get a nice you know beer that you knew packed a, a punch so you want to be careful with it. Um, so you're looking around just getting your one beer knowing what you can handle. Uh, but imagine you couldn't find that out. Imagine everything was going to be a Russian roulette thing. You know, imagine you, mm. you know, you, oh, I'll go with this beer. It looks great, but I might get flawed, you know? Um, I mean, the thing is, the other thing that's been brought to my attention is that we were smoking weed in primitive days, you know? Um, yeah. Now, like things are, <laughs> they, they've really, you know, they've, the, the weed now just like hits you solidly. I think maybe, and I hadn't even thought about this. Some, I can't even remember who, who was talking, uh, someone brought this up uh, to my attention the other day, but, but they were just saying like, you probably should withhold statements until you've looked at this, you know, contemporary scene because to, to anachronize yeah, maybe, the, the yeah. whole thing is, is potentially very dangerous because now you can get drunk stoned very, very easily on one little joint. Like, Whereas yeah, I remember when we got one, you know, a little bit of purple haze or whatever it was and, you know, and, and, and you could get like proper stoned on a little bit of a joint, you know, it was like a significant achievement. You couldn't do that normally. You know, you had found something yeah. really special, you know, and, and apparently that's not the case anymore. <laughs> now, again, I'm speaking from complete uh, ignorance of you, but, but yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. Well, that, you know? that could be fair. I yeah. do not know what's going on. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if that is the case and everything, you are looking at little sticks of dynamite, you know, in all of these things, and this is basically what's being opened up, then, then it's more like everyone's going to the, the, you know, getting the option now of going to the bottle store and, 
and getting uh, a beer that's like, you know, 70% alcohol and, you know, it's just guaranteed to get mm. flawed on that beer. Well, you know, in that case, it changes the game entirely, you know, and, and then that, on that basis, I would oppose the, the, the use of marijuana. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, that would be fair. I think so. Because but at least you're coming to a good. It doesn't really matter what the... Yeah. Hey, what? Now, at least you're coming to a sturdy sort of view on it that way then. You know, it's not just some so. random yeah. prejudice against yeah. marijuana. Because the, the one political thing that we have to be absolutely clear on is that you, you shouldn't be a drunkard, you know. Yeah. And whether it's... You know, it doesn't matter what kind of alcoholic beverage it is. You know, drunkenness is drunkenness. And I think mm. it doesn't matter what substance it is. If you're mm. getting drunk, you're getting drunk. Totally. And you're not meant to be doing that. Yeah. So I think that um, you've got to have a clear understanding of, of you know, not at a philosophical level or an intellectual level, but just experientially. You've got to know, mm. like, actually, hang on, the difference between two or three beers for me is the difference between being sort of sober and drunk. You know, mm. that's the that's that's the kind of thing and i think that's going to apply to this whole discussion as well mm. and i'm yeah like you say i'm i'm a i'm a little bit less confident that you can control it as well mm. Mm. um but man i yeah I, it, it probably would it probably would uh, be a good idea to to find out more about how things have developed and how things have changed cuz i feel like this is going to be a big question in churches in the next probably Next twenty years, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, and 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 Nick reckons it's going to be a crazy dividing line too. Um, yeah, it probably will be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not even that. Like in Denver, they've legalized uh, magic mushrooms as well. Wow! And so that's how I met my wife. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it is. It's the first time we 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 met each other, and uh, you could even call it our first date. <laughs> Was it home on the sofa? No, 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 it was in a bar. You traveled in a nightclub. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. But, uh, um, no. yeah. Well, I mean, that that's, I think we've solved the problem. I mean, I don't see why there needs to be any contention after this discussion. No, no. I, it's, I think, it's all been, all been well, crystal we'll, clear. We'll put this online and people can just refer to it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. This will become the standard text by yeah. which people discern. I think so. Yeah, it was it was exhaustive. I was certainly impressed with your encyclopedic knowledge on the subject. <laughs> I know, Michael. I, I I bow. I humbly bow before your advanced <laughs> contemporary study of the uh, <laughs> of the substance yeah. and its development. Well, I do thank you. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I too am grateful. I think uh, what is interesting though is why everybody who smokes weed believes in aliens. Like, why is that? <laughs> <laughs> that is worth looking at some more uh, uh, <laughs> did you listen to that joe Ro- joe rogan podcast man he is he is the case study for why you need to stay off weed yeah he, he's he keeps talking about how it's good for you for that but when i like the one day he was talking and i'm like bro you are slurring your words i can barely understand what you're saying he was so drunk stoned it and was he's, unbelievable he, you know he's such a clever guy you know and he yeah, would it, be it, so good at everything except the one thing that holds him back is ironically the the dope you know <laughs> it's it's just the thing that makes him a clown you know and it's like no yeah. one will ever take him seriously because of that so yeah i don't know it's just too much i don't know all right let's leave it at that let's leave it at that cool um all right thanks for joining us no worries